I'm Robbie Klanick, and today I'm joined by Mr. Dan Dixon, Ms. Marianne Vogel, and Mr. David Sable. All three have worked and continue to work on the implementation of the Welsh Academy, a middle school created by St. Ignatius High School. The Welsh Academy began in the 1990s as a dream of the then St. Ignatius president, Reverend Robert J. Welsh. His desire was to create a school for urban middle school boys who could be academically successful at a college prep school like St. Ignatius if ever given the right opportunities. Today, Father Welsh's dream has become a reality. The Welsh Academy is named in his honor and will open in August 2019. Mr. Dan Dixon, a Jesuit regent, conducted the feasibility study of the Welsh Academy, and Miss Marianne Vogel worked as the implementation director and now takes the role as principal of the Welsh Academy. Mr. David Sable is assisting in the creation of the Integrated Math Science Curriculum. Thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having us, Robbie. Glad to be here. Yeah, thanks. So how long have each of you guys been working on the Welsh Academy? Uh, I came here about a year and a half ago. I was missioned as a Jesuit. Uh, We are sent, and I was sent uh, specifically to look into the feasibility, to investigate the feasibility of a middle school for families of modest means here in Cleveland. And uh, it's been a it's been a fun ride. And so Robbie, I came on board uh, in July of 2018, after the Board of Regents approved the implementation phase of the academy to begin in May of 2018. So what does that mean? Something like eight or nine months? Wow. Yeah. And I've been here for a while. Uh, (laughs) So I've I've been a math teacher here uh, at St. Ignatius since 2006. And, um, but yeah, I was asked by uh, Marianne and Dan to uh, come aboard to help uh, strategize for math science. In addition to a lot of, I'm only one of several faculty members who have been working to uh, research and prepare some of the curricular, um, you know, pathways for Walsh Academy students. I want to say that's one of the things we're really proud of and really excited about is how many faculty members from the high school and surrounding middle schools have taken of their time and participate with us to help build the curriculum. It's been amazing. So, Mr. Dixon, you got this project like when it was like 10% uh, done, as described in one of the uh, online articles. How was that process taking it from 10% to like where it is now? Well, I, it's like uh, like Ms. Vogel and Mr. Sable was saying, it's been a team effort. Um, for me, uh, it is incredibly invigorating and also frightening uh, because there's no template for how to start a school. You can't just buy a book and then follow step one, step two, step three. You're dealing with a community, St. Ignatius High School, that's been around uh, for over 100 years and has very defined processes and systems and structures and a, and a wonderful rich history. So I began and my for the first several months all I did was talk to people uh, because really I didn't know much about St. Ignatius. In the Jesuit circles, I know a lot about the man, <laughs> but the school was new. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and for me and uh, you know so many teachers have been here and have such a history here and alumni and people love this place. So uh, really, I just got as much information as I could. Uh, what did people like about the idea? What did, were they worried about? What did they think would make it a success or not make it a success? So really, it was about information gathering. And as I talked to more and more people, we started to get a clear picture of, okay, here's 
here are the key factors that would make this school a really great thing. And here are the things we need to look out for. And and so that was my first year was was about getting that information out and presenting it to the board who makes the large strategic decisions for St. Ignatius High School. That's really cool. So Mrs. Vogel, I know you've had past experience like with assisting in the creation of schools. So how has it been working with Mr. Dixon and trying to make this happen? It's been great, actually. It's been a, a lovely experience. Mr. Dixon already had so much of the groundwork laid by uh, the work that he had done in talking to the two other academies that are at Jesuit high schools, uh, Loyola Academy in Phoenix and Father Sauer Academy in San Francisco and California. So we were able to take that work that he had already begun and project plan and begin to create what we needed to do. And it was interesting, right? From the beginning, there were things that this is a process where you know no matter how well planned it is, oh, there's something we forgot. And so it's good to have two brains and then more brains. Uh, we have a subcommittee who works with us and then all the faculty and staff members who are working with us to help make sure that as we're implementing and, and moving along the, the path that we're hitting our major markers. So it's been a great beginning it feels like we are rushing right now because there is so much happening in so many different levels. And because there are so many things happening, it is great to have a thought partner, a conversationalist, and someone else to say, um, am I thinking about this the right way? Are you hearing out loud when I'm speaking out loud what's in my head? And we it's been a nice uh, relationship to have. That's awesome. So um, it sounds like there's so many things going on at once. Is there like a notable experience that you've had through the process of implementing the Welsh Academy? I think one notable thing that stands out to me, I mean, our, our probably our most important task right now is to find uh, 20 students who really fit the bill. Uh, they have this wonderful opportunity to do something completely new. Uh, and it's a scary opportunity, but it's exciting. And, um, and I just am amazed at the confidence people have because this is St. Ignatius um, going in front of a family and saying, Hey, we have this great opportunity for you. We don't have a school to show them. <laughs> we don't have the details, you know, where we can show every little thing and, and prove to them what it will be like. And people are so excited. We had an open house a couple weeks ago and just seeing these fifth graders come in and they're so little, <laughs> but their eyes are so big with excitement uh, and they see possibility. Uh, and so while we're stuck in details and doing our best to plan, uh, those families have really reminded me about what this is really all about, which is real people who really would, would, would see this as an amazing opportunity for their son, for their grandson. Uh, and that, that gets me excited. I'll, I'll concur with, with Dan on that about the open house, I think that was remarkable to to see people. And I want to reiterate something that he said. We've been putting a lot of work into this. The senior staff that Father Giao puts together has been working a lot on this, uh, the communications team. But to see kids and their families, you know that it's happening. Uh, one of the other times that I felt that this was actual and becoming reality was when we actually made the website go live, when we were on Facebook, when the Twitter world started talking about us, and to watch the number of shares on my own personal Facebook page, but on the St. Ignatius uh, Facebook page, just over 100 shares about this. I'm like, oh my God, it's on Facebook. 
It's real. This is really, really <laughs> happening. And you guys are even on the news, right? WKYC mm-hmm. covered? And we've been on the news, and we're going to be on an early morning program for Channel 19 in, a, in about 10 days. So there's a lot happening that makes this real. But again, we've we've had this big picture idea, and every week it's going more and more from big picture to reality. And within you know the next few months, we will have kids on campus. What would you say you're looking forward to the most? Looking, that's an almost impossible question to answer, right? I mean, I (laughs) you don't know what's going to happen. Well, I mean, I think once we are completing, uh, once we've finished hiring our teachers, so that's going to be another major landmark. Once we have the ninth, uh, sorry, sixth grade curriculum written, I think that's going to be a major, uh, you know milestone when we have our new family welcome dinner event that's going to be another major milestone and then when I'm looking down into the future you know when I watch whatever boy wherever high school these boys are going to be graduating from Ignatius and others knowing that they're moving on to 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 their dream right so one of these things that we keep talking about is preparing you for high school and beyond this is so far in the future but the beyond part you know knowing that the work we're doing may open up a whole new avenue for their futures, and what they're bringing to us is opening up a whole new avenue for our own futures and, and how we see Cleveland and the residents of Cleveland. That's awesome. Do you have anything you'd like to add, Mr. Dixon? A word we go back to a lot is uh, encounter. And the reason that word, that's a really important word to Pope Francis, and the reason why is something really special and spiritual happens when you have an opportunity to enter into someone else's story. What happens is you you forget maybe for a second your own world and your own concerns and your own ideas, and you're drawn into the mystery of another and really into the mystery of God. And I think that's the thing that excites me so much about Welsh Academy is what's going to happen as a result of the school is encounters are going to happen. High school teachers with middle school students, uh, middle school students with each other, uh, middle school students... Uh, with uh, with alumni, right? I mean, people that would never know each other are going to have an opportunity to share their stories, to celebrate, uh, to learn. And that's a beautiful thing. And that's the thing that, uh, that really excites me is I, I get to uh, be here next year and see that start to happen. And, you know, I think just speaking as someone who works within the the, the 9 to 12 school that we've, we've had for a while – you know, I, I think about this whole process of, of beginning this school and, and everything that uh, Mr. Dixon has mentioned about, you know, looking at this, this school through these new fresh eyes. You know, I think that it's, it's valuable to, to see the school, the Welsh Academy on our campus developing this way because it, it, it encourages us to look at what we do in 9 through 12 through fresh eyes as well. And that's not to say that we need to change a million things or all these things. We should always be reflecting. We should always be looking back on what we're doing. But it's hard to look at a 130-year-old institution from fresh eyes. But it's a little bit easier when we have this new endeavor that's within our community already. So it's pretty cool. So this academy is named in the name of Father Welsh. And one of his big quotes was uh, the Jesuit education or the education at St. Ignatius is to give boys the tools to answer, what does God want from me? How do you think the Welsh Academy is going to give these boys the tools to answer that question? I think it's going to give, believe it or not, both the Welsh boys and the Ignatius boys a different opportunity to answer this question. So one of the things that we're talking about with our families is that 
<clears throat> excuse me, to come into the Welsh Academy community. It is this idea of you want to be part of a faith-based community. No matter what your religion, you want to be part of this. So to have the opportunities to watch older boys as well as yourself participate in social justice movements, to participate in service learning, to get out in the field, to watch um, men who are Jesuits and men who are not Jesuits but are you know, surrounded in faith, using their faith in everyday action, also having an opportunity for their own families to participate in our larger community, um, and to watch women participate in their faith base and their, you know, their love of God. I think all of that opens up this foundation of where can I go? How does this, how does this affect my life? And how can I take the examples of others and, and move forward in my own world? And again, what, what, with what we were talking about, I already have student Senate members and um, young men from the Multicultural Student Union talking about how can we work at the Welsh Academy? How can we help and volunteer? That already will help boys see this idea of, you know, to, to those who much has been given, you have to pay that back. And I think all of this then helps to answer Father Welsh's question. Um, and again, some of these things we don't have any answers for. Part of this is this idea of being in the encounter, being in the moment, and letting God take over. I'm glad you uh, brought up Father Welsh, Robbie. And if it's okay, I would like to ask a question of Ms. Vogel um, about uh, Father Welsh, because she knew him quite well. And actually, when we, Father Giao and I and others, knew Ms. Vogel we we felt very strongly. We were praying last year a lot, and we felt really strongly that if she was available and wanted this job, it, she would be the perfect person for it. And I actually had no idea the connection you had with Father Welsh. And I wonder, would you be able to maybe a story or just something about him that you kind of carry with you in this work? Because it's hard work. And uh, and I know multiple times I've been with you in meetings, and you've said, I feel Father Welsh with us right now. And I wonder if there's anything about him, the the man that that you feel like is important to share? You know, there were so many times when he, when you would feel like, I don't know if, if what we're doing is moving forward or if I'm good enough at what I am doing, or if I'm actually hearing the call the right way or, and, and he would just say, just, you know, stop and listen and what's in your heart. And that's God talking to you. So there would be many times when, you know, through prayer, you just say, you know, Put yourself into that space and allow God to be with you. Allow Jesus to be with you. And it's okay to feel these feelings. That Jesus is with you in that moment. And so when we began at St. Martin, um, I had never been a high school principal before, uh, but Father Welsh was there. And so I had him as a mentor. And so, you know, he could talk us through some situations and issues and his own experiences. And what was really interesting, if I think about it, and then there'll be just one more anecdote about when he was back here towards the end of his career, but was this idea of joy. You work hard, you tell, you, you talk honestly, you love the moms because those moms <laughs> are bringing the boys in, but you have joy. You have joy. I think those four things are ideals are 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 ideals that I take with me. 
in his hiring process, he always asked the Jesus question. If you talk to people here, there's always, where's Jesus in your faith life? That's important, both for your work world, but in your everyday world. So I take that with me. And then when he came back to St. Ignatius, this is towards the end, and he was a little bit older, and, and he talked about his own humility and this idea of the, he realized why it was important for him to be here was in the spirituality of being, being here for the boys, being here for the adults, being here to listen. And I think his own travels were important to me. So I take all of that, right, the the, the big world of Father Welsh in those moments of spirituality and grace. Yeah, I can tell you, like, that spirituality and stuff. Like, I came from a smaller school. Like, my middle school, is, they graduated 15 kids in my graduating class. Very, very small. Going to this school, which is 1,600 kids, 300-plus per class, like, I was, like, it, it was a huge change for me. And I feel like that larger community that I was able to be a part of, it brought me that joy that you were talking about. It brought me that ability to meet others who had that faith, whether it be my same Catholic faith or it be a different faith recognize, you know, how amazing that is that, you know, we share some commonality or something together. It's just, that really was a cool experience. And I really hope that that's something that can definitely be implemented through the Welsh Academy, being part of the St. Ignatius community. I hope so. That's our goal. So specifically talking about the curriculum, um, I understand it's going to be like an extended school day. How are you guys going to fill up that time and figure out how that's going to work? I'm laughing because we literally had a meeting yesterday on the schedule <laughs> where we just got a lot done. Uh, really, are, it's, it, there are so many exciting opportunities for students to have. Um, it, it won't look maybe like your traditional school day in the sense that it will be longer and it won't always be the 45-minute periods that Ignatius students are used to. Uh, when it comes to something like an integrated math and science course, there might be times where that needs to be, you know, 75 minutes of learning um, because that's the nature of the project that's being worked on or the material. Um, but it's going to have, I think, a lot of the elements that make our Ignatius education special, which is to say, you know, it's about the whole person. So uh, Catholic theology will be taught every day by me, as it turns out next year, which is very exciting. Uh, but also the performing arts, that's critical. And we've been so excited to talk to and work with Mr. Croglio and Mr. Hamlin and Mr. Mullen, and they're coming up with, here's how uh, performing arts could look like for a sixth grader. And how exciting is that? You know, And, and so that's going to be part of their day. Uh, they're, they're sixth grade boys, so they need to move. So recess and physical education are critical. Um, so it's, it's going to have a lot. Uh, and I think that extra day allows you to do more. That extra time in the day, yeah. I mean, one of the things, Robbie, when we were working on the schedule is like, oh, this is an extended day and we're running out of time. You know, we wow. could go another hour or two and still fill time, but we humanly can't go yeah, another day or an hour <laughs> or two. But we, what we're excited about is is this holistic look at how boys learn and watching for their spiritual growth, their academic growth, their emotional growth, and their physical growth, right? So all these things are part of it. And one of the things we were saying, where else do most sixth grade boys have an opportunity for phys ed, 
and performing arts and a foreign language every day within their confines of their school day, plus an opportunity for these things called affinity courses, things that they're really interested in learning about. And we will have either faculty or staff or older boys from the high school who could actually teach that that affinity course. What would those affinity courses be like? So Again, the sky is the limit. They could be a quarter, they could be a semester, they could be a year long. It could be learning how to be a podcaster. Ooh, for example. For example. (laughs) (laughs) It could be learning about robotics, small engine repair, uh, cooking, playing guitar. It's, It's really, you know, fly fishing. It is whatever. It's the sky's the limit. And our schedule is also part of the limit. But, you know, that's the important part. That's that joyful part of learning. Right. If you're a podcaster, I'm watching you. There's a whole bunch of science that you're doing right now, right? Fly fishing, there's a whole bunch of science that goes into physics and trajectory and speed and you know, biology, right? So there's all of this learning that happens and it's outside of the confines of a classroom and out of a book. Now you need all of that and we're gonna have that as well. But boys and girls, and girls as well, but boys, especially in this middle school years, they wanna get their hands messy. So is this just a boys middle school or is it going to be boys? And it girls? is just a boys just middle boys? school. Yeah. Okay. And so we're predominantly talking about boys, but you know, girls need a really great education too. That'll be for somebody else. <laughs> but, but this is, you know, but this is important to, to you learn by doing, of course, there will be reading, there will be literature circles, there will be a lot of writing, there will be times when they're going to get reports back where uh, we need to work on this. Because you learn through positive criticism, right? You learn through that. So that's all going to happen because our goal is that when these boys leave us in the eighth grade, when our boys leave us at the end of eighth grade, they are prepared. They are prepared for any high school they choose, and they're not going to feel like, oh, do I really deserve to be here? Yep, you deserve to be here. You've done the hard work, and you're ready to go. Yeah, and what I'll say about the affinity courses, too, is for anybody listening, it's a great opportunity to get involved. Uh, High school students or faculty or alumni, uh, if you have a skill and something you're really passionate about that you would love to, 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 to share that's exactly what the affinity is for. And it could be a small thing that it just takes one period and that's, that's enough. Or it could be something where maybe over a longer period of time, you know, you have this, this great thing that you want to share with the, and, and, and you'll be amazed because middle school is all about trying stuff out. The kid, the boys aren't old enough to know, okay, I need to be this and do this exact thing. They're figuring out what they find really exciting. And I remember Robbie, you telling me about how you never would have thought you would have been involved in podcasting, but I don't know whether it was an invitation for Mr. Sable or some something got you into this. I, I, and, you know, that's what we want for our boys, too. Yeah, I know um, personally, yeah, just like podcasting. I also joined our speech and debate team, which I honestly thought I would have never joined. Um, and I always see there's like a middle school events there. Do you think there would be an opportunity for a speech and debate team to form at the Welsh Academy? Yes. Actually, I know um, Mr. Dixon has already spoken with with individuals and we're getting ready uh, to have that opportunity happen. So we could see, we could see a middle school speech and debate team for sure. That's awesome. Um, And then sports like CYO sports, will there be a CYO sports team they can join too? So, I mean, yes. When will that all happen? 
that's still up in the air, right? Because there are 20 boys and that's they may true. not all want to play the same sport. So there's also this idea of, you know, the quant- not the quantity, the, the quantity of guys, right? Do we have the capacity? And then if we don't have enough of guys here, maybe we'll partner with one of the other UCS, schools that yeah. are in the, yep, mm-hmm. that's exactly right. Yeah. So we're looking at, you know, being broad, right? So this is a broad net for a lot of the work that we're doing. And we're first year. So we're not going to have everything right away, but we're going to have a lot. And then every year we're going to just keep getting a little better and a little better and a little better. That's that's one of the goals, not goals. That's one of the joys of starting something new. So as a San Ignatius student, like who do we talk to about getting involved in these certain things? I, I think you're looking just, at them right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's it? <laughs> yeah, I th- there are three of the team right here. And then... Um, but really, if you if somebody's interested, talk to either your own moderator of a group. Let's say if you're part of something and they can talk with us or just come to see Mr. Dixon or myself. Uh, Mr. Dixon is all over the place, but his office is in the science building. Science 106 by Mr. Becker's classroom. I was going to say extra credit if you find him. And then really extra credit if you find me because my office is in the basement of the chapel. And if you yeah, if you find me, extra credit points. I don't know what to whom or what, but extra credit points. And it's worth noting, too. I mean, if a student talked to any adult on campus and asked them questions about how to get more involved, they probably should be able to give them some feedback. Other adults that have been working a lot more with this, including myself, are uh, Mrs. Reagan, uh, Ms. Samick, Ms. Um, Colborn, Mrs. Ruby, uh, Mr. Mecker, Mr. Emancipator. There's quite a few. Mr. Jark. Mr. Jark. Mr. Sanders. So, I mean, there, and there's many that we're not mentioning, too. So. You know, if you're a student and you you have a relationship with one of these teachers, you know, ask them. They they would probably be able to give you a lot of insight on the kinds of things you could do to get involved. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, also Mr. Adair, right? We see, yeah, of course, um, Mr. Pecco. Yeah, Mr. yes, Pecco. Mr. That's right. Pecco. That's right. I always want to pronounce his last name a little differently, so if I get it right, that's you know, I thumbs pronu- up for me. I pronounce his last name different every time I talk to him, <laughs> and I've been talking to him for a while. All right, thank you guys so much. Um, anything else you would like to add? Just thanks for having us, Robbie. And we're so grateful for your enthusiasm and just to let anybody who's listening to this know that we're excited uh, about uh, about making the Welsh Academy uh, partnering with, with different people across campus and in the San Ignatius community. So thanks for listening. Yep, absolutely. Everything that Mr. Dixon just said. And then one reminder, we, apps, we have a open house March 20th. Uh, here and on campus from 4 to 6 p.m. So if anyone knows someone who might be interested in attending, please send them our way. For more information, go to the Ignatius website and you can click on the Welsh Academy and learn everything about us. Anything else you'd like to add, Mr. Sable? I'm good. Thank you very much. Thanks, Robbie.